Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Don't Skip the Intro, a weekly podcast where we go back and watch and listen to all of the television intros and theme songs and give you our recommendations on whether or not you should skip them. I'm Dan, and joining me every week is the Dick Lieutenant to my Dick Sergeant. I'm wiggling my nose right now. I'm Ryan. And, uh, well, we've alluded to it a little bit, but this week we are going to be talking about... Bewitched. And Ryan, I'm going to start off right out of the gate and say we have our first dud. What do you mean? I mean, this intro, the theme song, and what happens before, during the theme song, rather, it's just, it's a nothing burger. It uh, The music is like hold music. The We'll get into the, the cartoon that's playing during the theme song. But again, it, it it gives you nothing, and it expects nothing from you, and it just kind of passes by. It's like half-flavored vanilla ice cream. Is that a thing? Yeah, you know, there's probably like this non-dairy oat milk, half-flavored vanilla... Sugar-free. ...version of, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> I see what you're saying. And yeah, I, I was actually surprised that you were the first one to bring up a uh, animated um intro because i i had all these like animated intros lined up for other episodes we were gonna do and you just came in like a witch and just zapped it right at my hands yeah and it wasn't intentional i know <laughs> i was very surprised when you're like we're gonna do this episode i'm like all right you know you know what the worst thing about a dud is, Ryan? It stinks. <laughs> <laughs> it's the waiting. The waiting, yeah. Yeah. For, especially for watching a show. Because, I mean, you know, standard operating procedure, when you push down that plunger and it doesn't blow up right away, we got to wait 10 minutes to make sure it's not going to blow up. Yeah. And then even after that, we got to get out the little ro- remote control robot to drive out there and, you know, diffuse the intro. So what made you pick this one? Well, the viewers don't know, but we pick six television shows each, and then we go back and forth, and then we'll pick another six, and then we'll go back and forth, et cetera, until we die. And I wanted a, um, you know, a good spread of different types of shows in my six picks. So I went back to the past, the television past, the classic television, the Nick at Night. Do they still do Nick at Night? It's got to have its own app. I mean, everything does. So I'm sure there is a channel running with all this stuff, you know? Sure. Um, Yeah. So Bewitched fit the bill. Bewitched got on the bill. And, you know, this isn't like this show is very famous. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. not like a show that's like not 
I mean, people loved this show. It was it was very popular and even like the theme song for, you know, what we're like kind of tearing it apart with, it is pretty iconic if you think about it. Is it? I mean, if you talk to people of this time, it's just they're going to know the Bewitch theme. We wouldn't, but if you, and like you're a little older than me, but it's just like this goes into, I mean, television past of, I mean, like the did it. Did it. I mean, it has that jingle, and I mean, even seeing something animated into an intro at this time is pretty. Uh, I mean, that took some feet to do. Did it? You know, this wasn't a cartoon. This wasn't a. Uh, you know what? It, it. I mean, it does very. It looks. It has to be animated by like the people that did like the Jetsons and the Flintstones or something. But does it? Yeah, I'm not sure I agree with anything you've said. Well, how can you not agree that like people of this generation like know of this show and Oh no, 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 I'm not saying it. that. But I I I don't think like when I picked Bewitched, I was like, "Oh yeah, this theme song." And then I like hummed it in my head, and then I watched the show and I said, "Oh, I'm thinking of I Dream of Genie." <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah. There was that. What was first? Was this first or was I Dream of Genie? That I do not know. Well, I guess uh, we'll never know. Or, but, uh, or we will when we get to I Dream of Genie. Yeah, yeah. we'll have to re-reference our uh, episode. Oh, speaking of referencing an episode, I want to get something out of the way right now. Last week, I said that Holly Robinson beat was Smokey Robinson's daughter. I was mistaken, and I do apologize, and everybody can stop emailing us about it now. I mean, good Lord, how many emails have we gotten about this, Ryan? Oh, man, uh, my computer's about to explode. Right, just, crazy. just stuff full of emails telling me what an idiot I am for thinking that Holly Robinson Pete was Smokey Robinson's daughter. Excuse me. I apologize. Moving on. You were bewitched. Yeah, that was I was bewitched. But the the theme song itself it's like a it's like a, a placeholder for me. It, it, I don't think it it adds anything to the show. I don't think it represents what you're about to see in the show. I don't know if it existed before the show. I didn't do the research. I'll admit that. Yeah, it, it does nothing for me, and it's just really bland. It's it's very short. I mean, it's it's funny because it it actually like going back to like the other ones we've done. It does hold the same time frame. You know, it's about a minute long, and it's funny though. This goes by way fast because it only has. I mean the title card of bewitched being showed and like her like flying in like as the witch which she you know never really is a witch in the show and you know it, it, it the intro like does show her do like her iconic little like nose wiggle mm -hmm. and all that but again yeah it, it's very that all happens in the span of 10 seconds pretty much i would just say 
besides like her flying in, it's like, you know, let's just give this like the minute that it has. I mean, the only great part of this intro is the title card, I think, and like her doing her um, typical uh, or not typical, but just like her iconic little nose twitch thing with um, just like the, the cartoon effects to it. And that's all I get from this. And it's, I mean, this show went on for a long time too. And it had like different intros to it. Same song, same, you know, basic like layout. Didn't change that much besides, uh, I guess the, the main actor changed. I mean, her husband. Yeah. And I think that was the most remarkable part of the intro is how well they depicted Dick York and Dick Sargent in that intro with so few lines. That's a good point. Like, cause even the episode we were like going to talk about, it's like, that's the different, you know, that's the newer actor from the original. And if you watch the intro, they, I mean, it's just a white guy, you know, like just a typical white guy or whatever. But I mean, like, it's funny how they change. They almost look like they barely did anything to change all the other stuff. Like her, like making dinner and like the puff of smoke and stuff when she like fries the bread or whatever it is. It's like, it almost seems like the original, but it's like, they still change the cartoon of the character. Yes. You know, of the husband. Right. Is what I'm saying. It's just hard to tell, is all I'm saying. And I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying, I watched that thing, and when the Dick York cartoon comes on, I'm like, good Lord, you know, they used 10 lines, and that's Dick York. Like, even if I didn't know what I was about to watch, I'd say, oh, wait, that's the guy from Bewitched. And then in the later one, when they redrew that, character for dick Sargent. again it was like so few lines and you're right they they didn't tweak it that much you can still see the dick york underneath there but it's dick Sargent, who is less severe faced than dick york his head's smaller <laughs> is it smaller it seems to be I, the I same volume just in different areas yeah like, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell. Like, honestly, it's like it's almost like the eyes. And like when you watch this show, it's it's one thing you're like, that's a different actor. You know, like that's, uh, you know, yeah, that's not Dick York anymore. But it's like in the cartoon, they I, I, I felt like I mean, yeah, like if you put it side by side, it might be different. But I don't know to me, it, it didn't feel like that big of a difference. But what was a difference? And this is weird is her hair color. Samantha's hair color in the intro. Because it, did it get what what was with her hair color? Okay, so originally the show aired in black and white. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And what I saw was mostly colorized versions of those episodes. And the intro was also in black and white, but the colorized version they gave her red hair. But then later episodes, when the show was airing in color, in the intro, she had blonde hair. 
now Elizabeth Montgomery has blonde hair in the show. So it's weird that when they had the show in color, they got her hair right. But when they went back and recolored it intentionally, they made her hair red in the intro. Interesting. They, yeah, I, I think they had no idea what they were doing when they were mixing with like all the color TV stuff. And this is probably like a good example of um, just people trying to figure out how to do all this stuff. I mean, even like the intro itself, it's it's pretty amazing for them to pull off. Like, it seems pretty primitive now, but yeah, I'm just like the intro itself, even like if it's like black and white or not. Um, I mean, there was no other show like this. that had a cartoon intro like that, that that was live action. There wasn't I that, that I can think of. OK. They all could have had them for all I know. Yeah. But I, I think that's like kind of why uh, Bewitch stands out a little bit, especially with its intro, you know, like um, watching the intro was like a little kind of like, oh, man, like, you know, like they're going to see a live action show, like getting a little cartoon, like a minute long cartoon before, even if you're not into that. It's like I think they would sat through and watched it more or less. Well, I don't think they had a choice at the time. I mean, I guess they could have, you know, ignored it or gotten up and done something else. But yeah, I mean, like when the show was airing, they didn't have a skip intro option. They they weren't listening to this podcast. That's what I'm saying. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just trying to think of it at the time. Right. That's all I'm saying is. And it's, I, uh, I, I disagree. I think you're selling these people short. I think the the... Theme song is boring. I think once you watch the cartoon a single time, I think it, maybe you watch the the cartoon one time and you're like, oh, okay. And you watch it a second time, you're like, okay. And the the third or fourth time, you're like, oh right, yeah, we get it. It 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 has nothing to do with the show. She, she turns into a cat during the intro. You know, I haven't seen every episode of Bewitched, but I've never seen her turn into a cat. That's true. <laughs> you know, it, what's disappointing, though, is that in the intro, the cartoon of Elizabeth Montgomery has these spiral pupils. Like her, her eyes are these spirals rather than, you know, a, a cornea and an iris and a pupil like we have. Yeah. And like there's potential there, right? Because she looks a little unstable with these spiral eyes and you know with this bland holding music theme song i'm hoping for you know a little bit of you know something crazy you know a little bit of you know her doing stuff behind his back that's you know uh, like, you know, maybe a little scary, maybe a little Twilight zone uh, But that doesn't happen. Yeah, it's just not that show, though. It's the wrong time. Definitely the writers were not thinking of that. I mean, this was just like an American sitcom of the first kind of thing of, like, supernatural. I mean, it really is. I mean, from the first episode to the episode you told me to watch, it's just... 
I mean, it's just all gag jokes and just silly, like, oh, you should be uh, this kind of, like, stay-at-home mom that has this, um, you know, power that... You're not allowed to use. It Uh, has this, like, feminist quality to it where it's just, like... What? What do you mean? Feminist (laughs) quality? Okay, well, let's first go back to the, the main issue, which is... The intro, because that's what this podcast is about. And yeah, what you're saying is my point, is that they have that element in the intro, but it's not representative of the show you're about to watch. Yeah. You know, there's and she's got this smile in the cartoon of the intro that it's just a a plain white field. You know, there's no separations in her teeth, which is a good idea. You know, you do that a lot. It's got graphic design uh, appeal to it. And putting the lines in her teeth might have made her look creepy. But also, you know, it's kind of this, you know, abnormal, inhuman type quality. And with that, with the the spiral eyes, it gives her this illusion of something, you know, a little evil. And... You know, well, she's a witch. Right, and I'm getting to that. And maybe, you know, that's... I like... Uh, yeah, it, it just doesn't come across as a show. You know? No, I just don't think the show would ever tap into that. I mean, even in the first episode, it goes into... And this is, like, the the point that the intro tags along with is... She's flying away from her problems. That's kind of like the whole bewitched element of this thing. She doesn't want to be a witch. She wants to be a normal person. So she's getting, you know, out of out of sight, out of mind, into a relationship with, I forgot the guy, Dick Van, whatever. <laughs> you know, that guy. And it's, you know... She, you know, the the first episode so funny with it where, you know, she just basically falls in love with them and she can't, you know, she, she doesn't want anything to do with her powers, but she, you know, you know, kind of is like, oh, I kind of have to use them for all this like dumb shit. So, and like, you know, it's like her mom shows up and her mom's like a crazy witch. That's like, obviously like. I'll turn this all upside down and all that stuff. But I think the intro itself is just like showing like, I think basically her flying through the intro is just her and like zapping out of everything. I mean, that's the show. It's like her trying to be a normal person. Okay. See, now you and I are seeing this show almost completely differently. Yeah. Because... So they start off with this voiceover and the very first episode of her meeting Darren and Oh yeah. And they meet. Yeah. And they do. It's <laughs> awful. Oh my god, that's so is cheap. So bad. <laughs> um and then it gets to the point where they're married, and then after they're married, she tells him she's a witch. Yeah. And then he forgives her for being a witch, but forbades her from doing any witchcraft. 
Yeah. Now be normal. Yeah. Now I don't see how that's her trying to escape from being a witch as much as she's trying to be in this relationship as a witch. And that he tells her, don't be a witch because I want a maid I can impregnate. That is what it comes off as, but she is 100% willing and wants all of that until she has to do the dishes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, and then what does he do? He's like, oh, let's go upstairs and fuck. And she's like, but I got to do know. these dishes. And he's like, well, do them quick. I'm like, help her, asshole. Yeah, or like, uh, or not. Yeah, <laughs> like they can wait till tomorrow. Go fuck, just go fuck. Uh, like, I mean, come on. Like the dishes can wait, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to kink shame magic or not, but <laughs> I don't want to kink shame Samantha. But like any real witch would have told him to go fuck himself. Like, I like like what it? Who in their right mind would be like? Oh, you know, I've got this brand new wife and she can do magic. Oh, don't do that. No, that would be awful. Like, what the? Like, how? fragile can this guy's ego be that he can't allow his wife to do magic he's got you know she's got to stay home the most like unworldly thing and like she's like yeah like i i love you and you know like i i am i have this power that no one has and it's, I mean, like, it, it is such a crazy concept. He's like, yeah, you you got to shut all that off. Yeah, you have to do everything manually. You have to wash all the dishes. You have to, I don't know, vacuum and, you know, change the oil in my car, whatever. But, you ha- I, you know, I insist that you do it manually with your own two hands and not and they use never witchcraft. never bring up what, like, he does, you know. Yeah, they do. He's uh, <laughs> in marketing. Oh yeah, just marketing. Yeah, yeah he's a you know. ad. He just whatever talks to people. You know? I'm sure he's like Chandler and friends. I'm sure they they it's get like into just, it in episodes we didn't watch. Yeah, but I I think it's funny where it's like they're on their honeymoon and all that when like the mom's uh kind of like you know like she's messing with um Samantha Samantha yeah and it's like they keep zapping him to the front desk oh in his like, pajamas that's yeah never like brought up like i mean like he keeps getting the key and like the front desk person's just like oh this random person just appears in front of me twice and you know it's like oh yeah you know and like it's funny that he's he it's like he's not naked but he acts like he's naked he's literally in like full pajamas and he has a robe on like full pajamas yes yeah. he, well he acts like and, he's in his and, underwear yeah, it's it's just funny of like it shows the times of like he's like, oh wow, I am uh, totally out of dressed in yeah. this lobby of a. Uh, I'm about know, to get holiday. arrested. Yeah, but I mean, to, to like, your yeah, he, to your point, Ryan, we don't know how her magic works. Like, you know, I know. Yeah, she could like, and it was her, it was her mom's magic too. Yeah, like she kind of zapped him too. So it's like, so I'm saying they they could. They could glimmer these, you know, the uh, the guy behind the counter, so he doesn't realize that the guy just suddenly appeared there. He just thinks, "Oh, I didn't notice that guy come down into the lobby." You're getting a little too in the weeds. I think. I I, I think the whole point of Bewitched is all like the humor of it. Oh, really? You think a comedy show is about the humor, Ryan? <laughs> See, <laughs> well, oh that's my what's god, funny. you're so. I mean, so like, that's the whole point. Is deep. like, you know. 
them just being like, what the what the fuck's going on? You know, like, why is this person here again? There is no rhyme or reason of it. Right. But I'm saying that I'm not saying that I'm saying that's why they're not like shit in their pants. Like this guy just appeared out of thin air. Am I going crazy? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it goes even to like the dinner and all that where the girl's dress is just getting all messed up and her hair is getting all messed up and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay. So if you haven't watched the episode, folks, uh, Darren and Samantha are newlyweds and they get invited to dinner with one of, it seems like like someone Darren was dating. And he is a total, I mean, like they kiss mouth to mouth. <laughs> it's like, it's ridiculous. Like their relationship with this, uh, I don't know, his coworker. <laughs> and I don't know. I mean, I give her all the benefit of like doing everything she did in this episode for her, like using her powers when he's like, yeah, don't do anything weird in this. But the way they write this other woman, just how catty and like subtly, well, not not even subtly, but like passive aggressively just pushing Samantha's buttons is, is just, it's like on another level of mean and bitchy that like you don't really see a television these days. Like I think they go a little too far with how bitchy this woman is. Yeah, it's very mean girls. And I mean, this is obviously before all that. And it's, I mean, you know, like her telling her to just wear normal clothes. And it's like a, yeah, you know, actual, you know, event. Yeah, like a black tie thing. Yeah. And I actually thought that was like, I thought not seeing this, I thought she was going to, like, her first trick would be like to change into something like kind of like magnificent or something like that. Yeah. But I think it's actually cool she, like, didn't. She just, like, kind of kept to her, like, you know, just, like, kept to herself and did what she does throughout the episode. But, yeah, that that <laughs> that lady is a bitch. And I don't think everything that we've talked about is reflected in the intro. No, not at all. But, and yeah, you're right. It It's, it's not showing. It's showing that she has, she's a witch and she has powers. But I mean, the entire show is even from like the even later episode where it gets more ridiculous. Mm. I mean, she's just using it for comic relief and just like uh, I'm just like silliness. It, it, like I'm almost like what she's not supposed to use her witch powers for, but uh, she obviously ends up doing. <laughs> yeah, every episode, it's it's just the formula yeah, for the show. <laughs> But yeah, like, it, but so in the it's, intro, it's, it's counterproductive. In the intro, she's like, you know, she uses her magic powers, I think, to wash dishes. Oh man, my memory's yeah. fading of it already. But then Darren comes in and she turns into a cat when he goes to kiss her. Like, that's not what happens in the show. Like, if it was like the show, you know, she he would walk in she wouldn't notice she'd use her powers to clean the dishes and then he'd start rolling up his sleeves because he's gonna you know tell her again how to do the dishes and then you know she'd hide and call her mother in tears and then darren would swear he'd never hit her again and she'd forgive him and they'd get back together and then you know next week when the same thing happened it'd be more realistic 
it almost like comes to like when he wants to fuck. It's like <laughs> let's get uh, let's get everything all uh, taken away and um, just do it in a normal fashion so we can get to uh, the bed like normal people. Right. <laughs> and, oh, and you said earlier this is some kind of feminist. I don't remember what how you what you said, but like the idea that this has anything to do with feminism again. I don't want to kink shame Samantha, but like she has the uh, magic powers and she gets told by a man that she's not allowed to use them, that she's used for, I don't know, a hundred years. Like she is not, you know, a regular human being. She's an immortal according to this show. And some man's going to come along and tell her, no, you can't use your magic powers. You need to wash my dishes with your own two hands. And she doesn't tell him to stick it up his ass. Like, like who? <laughs> oh. But I, I think what the show slowly tells you is she becomes that witch that she is. And, you know, at the end of the first episode... Does she wash all the dishes? Does she take care of all that mess? No, she's like, fuck you. I want to get fucked. And she does <laughs> the whole thing with the her magic and goes up and goes to bed with the guy. I mean, that's her power. He doesn't know. He's the idiot. <laughs> He's, you know, it's 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 just, and that's what the show is. It's like the the one guy, uh, in a, even when it changes actors and stuff, it's like, that's the buffoon, and she's the one that um, uh, Elizabeth Montgomery is just like dealing with everything. Even if she uses her powers or not, it's like she is the uh, powerhouse of everything. He never solves any problem, probably in in the show, and that's what's funny. He's the comic relief because he's the dumbass. That's my synopsis of the show. Yeah, so. but but I'm just saying. Exactly. So then, why is she married to him? Like, I know it's the premise of the show. I don't show. get it either. I know it's the premise yeah. of the show. And I guess you could say she's like, you know, now this this goes back to the spiralized thing, is that she is, you know, in this lifetime of however long she's going to live, you know, like the amount of time that he's going to be alive and they're going to be married to each other is you know, minuscule compared to how long she's going to be alive and everything she's going to experience. So she is ex trying to, you know, experience this sort of, you know, subservient wife life experience. And she's just yeah. getting that in her repertoire, you know, uh, you know, understanding what it's like to live that life. So like, I didn't watch the last episode, but if, like, at the last episode, she's like, okay, I've had enough of this life, and then just, like, turns him to ashes, and then, like, goes about her life with their daughter, and just, you know, does cool shit, then, like, then this show would be a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> but I sincerely doubt they did that. Yeah, it didn't probably go that dark. I mean, they made a movie about this, so... They did. Now, did you see the movie? I've never seen the movie. I did. I I did not. I freaking forgot who who was the main uh, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Yeah, did it. and Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell was Darren. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So I didn't see it either. But 
I remember when it came out, there was, you know, some publicity about it and people were asking about the nose wiggle. Because if you've never seen the show Bewitched, whenever Samantha uh, does magic, she does like a little nose wiggle thing uh, without her hands. But like they make so much of it. But then when I watch the show, it's nothing special. She doesn't really wiggle her nose. She wiggles her upper lip. (laughs) And like she actually does other stuff. Like she does a lot of hand gestures. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, even in the first episode, I mean, it's all, like, the movement of the hands of, like, what's going to happen. It's not even the note. I, I thought that, too, when I was, like, uh, you know, watching this for the episode. It's, like, you know, like, moving the plate or, like, flipping the hair and, like, doing all these things to the other person. Mm-hmm. It's 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 not the nose wiggle every time. Like, that's almost, like, I think that only happened maybe, like, three times in the original episode. I I mean, I, I, I could be wrong, but it's like anytime she like does magic, it's just like, it's like a fling of her hand and like, uh, you know, like basically like she's like reenacting what she's doing to the other person. Yeah. And her versions of spells, you know, they like, I saw an episode where she was trying to get somebody to do something. So she just did, you know, a little rhyming couplet and then when that didn't work, she just did a second rhyming couplet that was completely different. So, like, yeah. is there really a point to you saying these couplets if they're just going to be different every time? Like, is it... The incantations and all yeah, that. They always is, talk about Is that, that. a spell? Because <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's a spell if you could just make it up on the spot. As long as it rhymes, then it works? I don't know. I mean, it, it is her mom, and I know she's supposed to be, like, obviously, like, you know, a grander witch than, you know, mm-hmm. um, Samantha is, but it's like, even in the first episode, she just doesn't even think about anything and teleports, um, the husband, to like the Dick Van, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like, she just, just doesn't even think about it anytime. Like he's about to walk in the room. She just like looks and teleports him, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, there's no gesture at all. Yeah, and which then, again, you know, she's obviously like a higher witch if you think about it. But but then later, when they have a daughter, Tabitha, and she's a witch, she like manually moves the tip of her nose with her finger when she wants to do magic. Yeah, very. Uh, they they never <laughs> and like it, it, the 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 nose thing is funny, but it's like it can't be like the source of being a witch. You know what I mean? <laughs> no it's like if harry potter was around that that series would not be as successful as it was <laughs> even harry potter wiggled his nose every time he wanted to do magic yeah i mean like think about if that entire series had to have them instead of using wands they had to wiggle their nose like i mean it'd be it'd be like probably i mean it'd probably more successful it could be it would be so so funny you know yeah consider all the merchandising they'd miss out on yeah, exactly. But the nose wiggles in the in the intro. So, I mean, they got to stick it in like probably once an episode, probably. Yeah. And I, I think that is, you know, instead of doing like hand gestures or like your finger, I mean, <laughs> they had a they had an idea that they wanted to do for a magic trick. And I mean, everything that they do in the show for like tricks and stuff is like, 
you know, it's just like, stop the camera, take it away. Um, you know, like, I mean, it, it's, it's very slapstick or just, bring it in on a uh, string, place it back in, you know, I mean, it, it, it's very rudimentary, just camera tricks and stuff like that. And it, it that's, what's like, kind of like funny about it when you watch it, you're cause people like, you know, it's like, they do have a laugh track and all this mm-hmm. stuff, but it's, uh, I mean, people thought this stuff was hilarious at the time. I bet. See, I, I don't know if that's like, true. Because, I mean, the, the shows that are on TV now that have laugh tracks, that shit's not funny. These were popular shows. Yes, like, yes. Bewitched is a A Big very Bang Theory show. is a popular show. What's that? Big Bang Theory was a popular show. So that means people thought it was funny. No, correct? that means people watched it. <laughs> no, they thought it was funny. They were mistaken. <laughs> You know, you're taking the whole comedy aspect, you know, that's your opinion of it. You know, people thought it was, I don't even like that show, but people love Bewitched. It's a very highly recommended, like recommended show. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it's in pop culture. So it's like people obviously loved this show and thought it was funny for all its dumb story writing comedy things no matter if you like it or not see i don't think so i think they might have liked the show how do you not think so because no, it's not it funny it was a famous show that's irrelevant that? to whether or not they think it's funny they could still enjoy the show and not so think if it's a thousand funny people think it's funny and you don't think it's funny you win no i'm saying those thousand people didn't think it's funny they just liked the show they can like the show Without thinking it's funny. But they did think it. I'm sure they thought it was funny. And I'm saying I'm sure they didn't. All right. Whatever. We can't win this argument here, but it's a comedy show. Yes, they might have been aiming for a comedy show, but that doesn't mean the people who liked the show thought it was funny. They just watched it for the love and story? Yeah, sure. I mean, I don't know why they watched it. Like, we watched it. I'd watch it again. I watch shows that are supposed to be funny, but aren't funny, and I like them. I, I would I would put my money on people thought the show was hilarious, and that's why it was so famous. Okay. That's just me. No, it's probably more than just you. True. I didn't live in this time, but... <laughs> <laughs> we do live in this time, and I'm saying, there. Are, I'm sure there are other people who have the same opinion as you do. Yeah, I'm sure they are the fans of the show that probably went to Comic-Cons to see all these actors before they died. Comic-Cons? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. Um, Can we talk about the Loch Ness Monster? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it, there's, there's one, one other thing I wanted to bring up. I mean, that, that, that episode's not funny at all. No. It's, it's totally serious. It's about a guy that, you know, gets into a... Very serious issue of turning into a Loch Ness monster. Okay, well, before we get into that episode, there's one other thing about the intro, and that's like before. I mean, after the 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 animation is done, so like they have set animation where it's the same thing every episode. She flies in on the broom, does the dishes, turns into a cat, kisses Darren, puff of smoke. It, you know, it says Elizabeth yeah. Montgomery. It says. Uh, 
York or Dick Sargent, depending what season, Dennis is Agnes Moorhead as her mother. And then when that's over, they do like the writer and director of the episode as a separate portion of the intro. So every week it's the same cartoon that you get in the in the beginning. And then they just have this weird like star background section where they tell you who directed and who wrote the episode. So, I mean, that's all they need to change for the episode. So, you know, like the shows that we've done in the past, uh, from Rockford Files, when they added different recurring characters to the intro, to the, to the intro and 21 Jump Street, when they, you know, spliced in newer footage from every episode Bewitched, you know, they they don't even go that far. You know, there's they don't add, you know, guest actors into the main intro. They just, you know, slap on this trailer to the end of the intro before the show starts. Yeah. Again, just another disappointment. You're you're, you're totally right with that. Okay, so yeah. All right, so for some reason there in Scotland and coincidence would have it or though who knows if it's coincidence because his wife's a witch she could have just made this happen Darren's cousin owns a hotel on Loch Ness well and she talks to the kids through her mind through their TV oh yeah (laughs) like to check in with them and I, I mean I don't know who's watching them but uh they know that she's being checked in like I mean, it's 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 so silly, you know. Like, oh yeah, we're just here, you know, in uh, Scotland, and uh, it, it's it's kind of like before the intro, I think. But uh, oh man, this is when the show gets. It, it obviously you can see this is later in the series. Yeah, and they're getting. Uh, you, they probably had like limited ex- uh, success with, you know, going outside of the formula. And getting weird and trying to be, you know, like slapstickier with the humor. And then they just took it too far. And this is one of the episodes where they took it too far. Because then the Loch Ness Monster shows up and it's a friend of Samantha's, Bruce. And he's not really a monster. He's a witch who got turned into a monster by... A warlock. uh, Jeez. Get your pronouns correct. uh, I do have my pronouns correct. A male witch is a witch, and then a warlock is actually something else. I don't know what it is, but if you're a witch and you're a man, you're still a witch. A warlock is something else. Well, uh, right into uh, all the writers to be a witch. Oh, I was going to say right into, what is it? Ask. Ask, don't skip the intro. (laughs) Ask, don't skip. Don't write into us. Yes, write into us (laughs) and tell us what a warlock is. If you're a witch, uh, give us your opinion on Samantha and Bewitched and how far Darren can shove his opinions up his pee hole. Also, (laughs) tell us the difference between a male witch and a warlock. Thank you. Bruce is like um, Austin Powers, basically. (laughs) Yeah, but they make such a big deal about how short he is. It's, it's dumb. Yeah, that is a thing that keeps coming up, which is like the locked-in monster is like, you know, a monster. 
it's not a monster. It is a paper mache, like it's like a children's New Year's Eve float. Yeah, I know. When people like, I, I love like kaiju and Godzilla stuff, and it's like when people make fun of that, I'm like, you ever seen now? Now, because yeah. actually never seen this since you told me, but I'm like, I'm gonna reference this episode and be like. You ever seen the Bewitched episode of Monster? Because that is a shitty, oh uh, you know, costume of a, uh, you know, reptile. So And like the original Godzilla, there, I mean, I think a lot of it is essentially a, a sock puppet. Yeah, I mean, it's just they put a lot of effort and you could see with what they did with this is just. Yeah, this is not. like, this is. <laughs> Somehow a step above a sock puppet, yet a step yeah. below the quality that they got it's like in this Godzilla. Guy walked into Sesame Street for like an audition. They just like turned him away. Oh no! Yeah, it's like like this guy flunked out of the Jim Henson School. They're out. Like, oh, yeah, yeah no, that's more that, like it. That's yeah. not cutting the mustard. What? What is that? <laughs> Can I be in any of your movies? It's like now, Bruce, get out. Of here. We could see the label of the Pringles can. <laughs> you don't even have half your scales on your uh, body. <laughs> we can see the wheels underneath it. Uh, it it's a uh, it's it's atrocious. Uh, it's it's and then the, just the whole episode. Oh, uh, and then that. Oh, okay. So it turns out that Samantha's. I don't know who a friend. I don't know. I didn't get her introduction episode, so I'm not sure who she is. But it's another witch who knows Samantha. She's the one who turned Bruce into the monster. She turns him back into Bruce, and as revenge, Bruce then turns her into a mermaid. Yeah. And then this poor actress gets dragged through the water <laughs> like she's water skiing without skis, and she's trying to make it look like <laughs> she's doing this intentionally and swimming, but it looks so demeaning to this actress to just be dragged around like that through the water and pretend like she's doing it gracefully. It's kind of sad. Yeah. Uh, regardless, I got. I, I'm done talking about Bewitched. I think I'm done talking about Bewitched. Now this. I mean, I'm glad you brought up this episode because it is a. Uh, I mean, it's just a ridiculous episode, even compared to the original. And, you know, this episode, I mean, these, again, I haven't seen all of them too, which like, I, I know that's what you said. It's like, there's obviously like antics and like magic. Let's just, you know, say that throughout this whole show. But this episode puts it on the top of just like, what are they trying to do? <laughs> it's not even like magic they're trying to do. There's like monsters, there's people turning into monsters and, uh, I mean, I feel like this episode just like went off the rails of them just trying to go over the top of like what they could do with Bewitch. And it's like, just stick with like the plates flying around and people teleporting to other areas and just it's really funny. But it's like, Jesus Christ, like what the heck? Are we trying to do with this episode? Yes. And this is a later episode. I don't remember what season this one is, but. I think it was like season five, but I mean, like, yeah, they were pulling, I mean, out of the hat, out of this one. Right. But I mean, this isn't like the first instance of this, but like, this is kind of a, to your point, it, it's it a lighthearted example of that. 
because I watched an episode where they were driving down a street and they were late for a dinner party and they were running out of gas. Like they were on fumes. The car was stalling because they were running out of gas. And Samantha doesn't, you know, like she's not supposed to use her magic, but she uses it anyway, but she can't do it in a way that Darren realizes it. So she can't just make gasoline suddenly appear in their tank. So she makes an entire gas station plus customers plus employees appear out of thin air. And <laughs> that's like the whole like thing of uh, the Scarlet Witch. If you watch like Marvel stuff, I don't you know, fuck like, Disney. Isn't that like the whole idea and of like, don't do that. You're fucking up the whole universe. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I guess Bewitch has started it, you know, but yeah, it's like, this goes back to the intro with the spiral eyes and the shapeless teeth where it's like, like they could have been building up to something. Like I know I'm being too ambitious and it's just a dumb situation comedy and it, you know, it's whatever year it came out and it's obviously going to be um, episodic rather than a serialized story you know, so I, I don't know if there's any two-parters to the show ever. So, you know, they can't really build up to something. But this idea that, you know, it starts out where, you know, she just, you know, gets her shoes from downstairs by making them float up the stairs. Or she, you know, like some kind of Fantasia shit where she has the broom sweeping and the dishes washing themselves. And to her, just whole cloth creating people with backstories and lives and this uh, you know i mean just think about the the bank accounts and the economy behind this gas station and then what happens to the gas station and these people like when they drive away like are these people or are they like automatons and it's just her like manipulating matter or creating matter and it just boggles the mind to the extent that she makes this gas station appear out of nothing and there's people driving in and out and filling their pumps and obviously if they go there and they get gas they have to pay somebody or even you know at the time somebody comes out and pumps their gas and washes it and then does she just make all those people disappear were they ever really people to begin with does she give life and then take it away in an instant or do these people then have lives and are they established lives do they have ancestors how deep does this go spiral eyes and obviously they don't go into this because you know it's just a stupid joke but yeah, that's like eight more of a totally other show that they could make yes which again like that is like all the marvel crap they're <sighs> doing with the multiverse and like i mean that scarlet witch right there 100 percent. um yeah so i i think i'm gonna go right into it now skip the intro without a doubt skip the intro skip the intro every time as a matter of fact just don't watch the show. Uh, I mean, I just, I just don't think it's a good show. I don't think it's funny. I don't think it was funny at the time. I thought they were 
cheesy jokes at the time. And, you know, people might have appreciated them like you appreciate a dad joke, but I don't think anybody thought it was actually funny. You know, like laugh out loud funny. Uh, it's I think it's demeaning to women. And uh, I also think it's time for a revival. You know, they need to do a new Bewitched and they need to get me on the writing team so that we can explore these aspects of uh, Samantha and her abilities and them getting out of control and her not caring because she's an immortal witch. And, you know, all these pathetic humans can go fuck themselves. What do you think, Ryan? Yeah, and I'll go with you on a lot of that because it's like, this is just from like the first episode and stuff, but she kind of is like limitless power, you know? And she says that and it's, they show that she, you know, she's a witch and she's however old she is. And like you said, it's like, she can make like a whole gas station of people and like this whole universe of just things. It's like, she's, she's very limitless of what she can do. They never really like, expand upon her barriers of like what she can't do right she's just like this badass witch right it's like which is cool it's like the whole you know laws of physics you can't create energy or create matter nor can you destroy energy or destroy matter you can only you know turn it into something else so is she turning something else into this matter go ahead is she turning something else into this matter you know is is something else being sacrificed and is it like i mean or is or is she creating matter Uh, it's is she breaking well, the laws the of physics? Well, the funny thing is, is like her husband is just like no, and she's like okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like exactly. I mean, that's literally like it's not like it's not like the the universe is suppressing her powers. It's just like yeah, stop doing that <laughs> because it makes <laughs> like those, me feel like, inferior. Like, no, like the the three words are like her big uh, her big deterrent of her basically like putting everything and under her thumb. You know. <laughs> Yeah, and that's another aspect that I think the revival, the remake of the show needs to get into is, like, is this, like, her kink? Is she, like, you know, oh, yeah, daddy, tell me what to do, or... Yeah, or is she, at least be honest. Or Come is on, she, like, you know, you know uh, I want to know what it's like to live this life, and as soon as I'm done with this pathetic meat bag, you know, you know he's toast, He's going to turn into like a, uh, you know, uh, a gas pump. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's going to use his matter, his, his, uh, she's going to use the elements to make up his body to make her yeah, a new pair I of shoes or something. Out which would be the pump and, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But yeah, uh, so you said skip. Oh, definitely skip the intro. It's, I mean, besides skipping the, the show, which I recommend. Yeah, like you, you can watch the the intro a single time. Uh, you get nothing from it. It's it's not particularly catchy or enjoyable. Just look out for those spiral eyes and those creepy teeth, and yeah, skip it every other time. I I think the music is, I mean, more or less just iconic in the sense of like, just you know, people know it and. That's probably the only thing I think the intro has. And so I would say skip it because you get like, if you hear just the do, 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 like, I mean, like two chimes Mm -hmm. of the intro music is all you need to hear from this. And for how much I love animation and stuff like that, I mean, 
you could see it right off like the cover or something. That's all you need to like. It's not impressive. And like you said, it doesn't really tell much of the show and all that besides she's, you know, she's flying on a broomstick, which she never does in the show. (laughs) So it's like, you know, she's not an actual witch in the show. She is, you know, someone trying not to be a witch. Oh, she's not a stereotypical witch. Yeah. And like in the intro, she's, you know, she's in the black and has a hat, you know, riding on a broomstick and shit. Turns into a cat. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Shape shifts and all that stuff. So besides the music, I mean, that's the only thing I really pull from this. But um, yeah, I would I would skip this intro. There you have it, guys. Uh, two skips. Is that our first two skips? I think we got it on the two skips. All right. Well, uh, Ryan, why don't you hit him with the socials? Yeah, you can check us out. If you want to drop us uh, a email at uh, askdon'tskiptheintro at gmail.com. Let us know if you want us to talk about any intros and all that stuff. Um, you know, Gmail's open and you can check us out on Twitter and Instagram at don't skip the intro pod. And yeah, just uh, we're on socials and uh, we're on everywhere you can uh, find podcasts and stuff. So um, I'll wiggle my nose to that. <laughs> uh, this is Dan. Until next week. I'll, I'll put like a little wiggle noise. Oh, yeah. Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> all right. See ya. Bye.